0: Okay, keep going. Now I'm on the podcast, so the a Podcast. Hello and welcome to What You Talking, a Kim's Convenience Podcast. And today we're going to talk about best before. Joining Ooh. me is Ruby. Hi. And our special guest today is Mel. Hey, how's it going, eh? <laughs> oh, wrong, wrong
1: wrong show, Sorry. <laughs>
0: So, Mel, just open it up. How would you get introduced to the show?
1: Uh, I guess in late August, uh, CBC started putting up the billboards. Uh, that was the poster with all four of them. Right. And I saw them everywhere. I mean, it was plastered <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. And CBC is really good at promoting programs like this. Mm-hmm. And I knew about Paul's work on Train 48. Yeah, and... Okay. I really, I mean, the other two, the other three, the kids and and Jean, I really wasn't familiar with them at all. Right. So something in me said, this is going to be good. I mean, this is, (laughs) you know, CBC, they need to promote their stuff. But uh, I don't know. I just, it's something triggered in, in my head. It's like, this is definitely something worth checking out. And of course someone who grew up in the 70s with television, Mm -hmm. Korea, the only way you knew about it was through MASH.
0: MASH, yes. And I
1: watched that religiously. And (laughs) and, then History Channel started running the shows. And, I mean, I could recite pages of dialogue from that thing. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant television. And so that was, I think, anybody's introduction to Korea and what goes on, Mm -hmm. what went on there, and and how it's now coming you know 50, 60 years later that's right uh what they're dealing with so i wanted to see what they could do with a show like this and mm-hmm. where was it gonna go and i knew a little bit of the play i didn't get a chance to see it when it was mm-hmm. at the fringe yep. i did go and see it last february at soul pepper and then i, I read it first then i went and saw it and I see how it differentiates between the two, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be ten years earlier than when the play takes right. place. Right. Yes. yes. So the the ensemble was just brilliant. I mean, the mm-hmm. line, the the opening scene with um, Kevin Vidal and and Paulo and and, mm-hmm. and Appa, um, <laughs> the three of them, and the the whole premise of whether or not this immigrant is going to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> Understanding of the gay culture and right. how mm-hmm. it's grown and, and he and Mr. Chin have this conversation later. Yeah. yeah. Um, the whole thing was just hilarious and, <laughs> and it just grabbed you from the get-go. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have yet to meet anybody who hasn't seen that episode and doesn't like it. Oh, wow. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun and as yeah. the show, that particular first one went through... And then Tom Allison comes in and drag. Yeah. I mean, that was just <laughs> priceless. And I, I've met him. Uh, I went to the Shaw Festival uh, for s- several years, a few years ago, okay. and saw Guys and Dolls four oh. times, uh, mainly because of his role as nicely, nicely Johnson. <laughs> okay, he does sit down. You're rocking the boat, and it's just a scream. Mm-hmm. He is so talented, and he does a. He has a, a drag alter ego that he performs with uh, when he does some of these shows that he's been uh, working on. Usually at the um, Metropolitan Community Church, he'll Mm -hmm. put on a Christmas show there, Mm -hmm. and he will do some of his songs in drag. (laughs) So to see him come in and dress like Therese... that was great. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> and I knew how he looked because I'd follow him on Instagram. So mm. I saw his character. Oh. And he had shot his Murdoch episode that same week. Okay. Oh. So he posted the two pictures of his characters <laughs> side yeah. by side. And mm. <laughs> nothing could be more diametrically opposed <laughs> than, than those two. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's was it. It's been a great show, mm. um, representational-wise, of mm-hmm every culture and it does you've talked about this in your other podcasts Mm -hmm. that it is Toronto
0: yes it It is very very.
1: much like Toronto and I look Mm -hmm. at that more and more all the time Mm -hmm. you know in the food court on the subway and just Mm -hmm. we get along yes you know and I don't understand how in certain other countries (laughs) (laughs) below the 49th parallel how certain things can be such a big deal yeah Yeah. you know Mm -hmm. and so what you know we are Mm -hmm. We're human beings, exactly. You know, color, race, religion, and all of those other things. Just
2: so same what? Biological nature.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, and, and that's what the show is trying to say. Yeah, that deep down, everybody's the same. That's mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: true. So one of the interesting things about Mel. Now we met Mel at the the fan gathering uh-huh. last July or last August. Yeah. And uh, the interesting thing about Mel is she always has background. Info Info. on production, kind of things like she's always surprising us with facts and tidbits of
1: information, (laughs) a little bit of OCD when it comes to that (laughs) stuff, maybe. Um, I really don't know where this started. Um, possibly my uncle, who worked um, a little bit in in radio, it was more um, educational Mm -hmm. side. He taught the radio and broadcasting course at Centennial College, and he ended up getting connected with Norman Jewison who grew up down here in the beach. Um, I'm not sure how that connection happened, but he'd have him come to his class and talk to the students. And oh. and uh, I got, I guess, I was seeing stuff in Hollywood where you find out that certain actors, they're Canadian.
0: Mm.
1: Like Christopher Plummer in um, mm-hmm. Sound of Music and, yeah. and yeah. other things. Uh, William Shatner. Yeah. Um, and later on, that that became the what's the word the point where you felt that you were a success Mm -hmm. in this business is if you had to go to LA it's not that way anymore which is good because Mm -hmm. in Canada we've been able to produce our own uh, own group of of people that don't have to go there they don't want to go, they don't feel that it's necessary to go Mm -hmm. and Canadian production started going up in the tax incentives and things like that for American shows to come here to produce Mm -hmm. But something in me said, well, we don't need to watch all the stuff over there. <laughs> Let's start focusing on what we can do mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it became a passion that I would learn when I see something, I, I dig. I just, I, you know, if I watch something and I say, oh, I know that face from somewhere. Where have mm-hmm. I seen her? Yeah. And, uh, and Kim's is no exception. Um, you know, knowing in the first episode, like uh, Kevin Vidal, who mm-hmm. was in Sunnyside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. <laughs> Comedy. Really kind of dark at times, but really funny. Um, and Tom Allison. And then in Best Before, um who have you got uh Rochelle Cassius, mm-hmm. who is in a show on TVO called Hard Rock Medical. Okay. So oh. and I didn't recognize her at first because mm. on Hard Rock she's Muslim and she wears right. a hijab.
0: Oh yeah. and so
1: when you see her not wearing that costume and it's you your hair and everything else <laughs> it's and like, like, you gotta look at the face and like yeah. oh I know who, who that is right. um, so I, I look into that and I dig and I want to see who's done what and where you know where can I see them again mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. else have they done and then I also follow things on Twitter um, and I used to read the hard copy of this I don't know if it still exists but playback and when I was in I worked as a props and set decorator Mm -hmm. uh in the mid 90s oh cool and I got into that work just sort of fell into it through connections and was sponsored into IATSE um and did some work here on some American features uh some um MOWs and some Toronto uh Toronto shot uh series of American shows Mm -hmm. uh at that time the season was six months through the year still sort of is Mm -hmm. uh they're gearing up for stuff. The other day, uh, Handmaid's Tale shoots in the church just east uh, west of here. Oh, <laughs> oh cool. <coughs> Excuse me. Like. So um, they were here a lot last year. They mm-hmm. just started second season. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're here. They're, they're in back, leslieville yeah. where I work. I also get to see some of the Kim's people oh. in yeah. Lesleyville because Alma's church is mm-hmm. right at Queen and Carla. Yeah. So I'll see them again through later again. through. <laughs> so
0: is it an actual church? Like I know sometimes churches in Toronto have been used repurposed for other things. Like when we were looking at a wedding uh, venue, we were. The we Berkeley looked, Church. Right. Yep. And that was also like, well, it was it a wedding venue. It used to venue.
2: be a church, but it's, it's just used as a Oh, and Queen venue right now. near the store. Isn't Uh yeah, yeah, pretty close to it. Yes, yes, yes. yes,
0: yes.
1: Uh, yeah, that isn't used as a church anymore, but no, this. It's just um, a menu space. Ama's yeah. uh, church is. It's, still uh, a church, it's okay. Queen Street uh, Presbyterian. Okay. And in the corner, in this episode, I believe, you'll see when they're doing their uh, stock shots, they shoot, they've covered over the existing um, LED sign. Oh. <laughs> and So you don't see the LED. they yeah. put got the Korean the Korean, uh, yeah, language yeah. over Information. Yeah. top yeah. and okay. then they've also got a board that goes down the side of that side entrance. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they do shoot inside. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's at the you'll see the window from the inside of the church when mm-hmm. Amma and Pastor Nina are talking to each yeah. other. Okay. And so you can see that from the street. Okay. okay. And then in the courtyard area where um, Mrs. Park, Park and Amma her. are having their conversation behind Jean is another window and that's where an office is. Oh. and when they were shooting there, they have the big lights um, Yeah, just shining in to make it look like <laughs> brighter daytime. Time, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm just
0: going to put it on pause for So have you actually run into any of the I guess when they're filming? Have you run into any of them at that time?
1: I had uh, hmm. last summer um, Amanda Bruegel and Jean were out having a cigarette break. (laughs) (laughs) So So yeah, the the scene with her coming outside the car rental at the last episode of season two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, that wasn't that wasn't much of a reach. (laughs) Um sorry, Jean, but yeah. Um yeah, they were out, and I just, it just by chance, it was in the morning, I had a little bit of time before I had to be at work, okay. I had gone to get my coffee, and I wandered over, because right. all the trucks were there, yeah. And, yeah. The, and the big carts with all the grip stands, and mm-hmm. so I'll take a look, and and there they were, just nice. out having a break yeah. in costume, Right. and uh, so I got chatting, and this was actually just after our meet and greet.
0: Oh, okay. Right, right. And
1: Jean had wanted to be there. Uh-huh. Oh, really? And unfortunately, oh. when she had come home, uh, one day she had uh, she discovered bed bugs oh, in their no. place. So she had to do laundry like crazy oh, that no. whole weekend. Yeah. She had to strip everything down. And she, had to, she was really busy. And she was really apologetic. And uh, meet everybody. And mm-hmm. she was disappointed. Um, so we chatted a bit. And she reck- when I told her who I was and she goes oh you're Mel okay <laughs> yeah. for a bit. and she said if you want to get a picture that's fine yeah. but you can't publish it until after the episode airs because right. they were in costume yeah of course um, makes sense she had the wig everything they were in they were just on a break mm-hmm. while they were resetting the camera angles. so uh, that was fine and then um, I know that they were over at uh, Giorana's restaurant at Leslie with the big nose right um, yeah, yeah. So that's where they shot the. They shot there twice, mm-hmm. um, with Gerald and Girlfriend. Yeah, <coughs> yes. Um, yeah, and then the brunch scene when Nyong came yes. to visit. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. So they were there both. Uh, both of those, and uh, so the pictures with um, Andrew and Simu standing outside the sandwich board.
0: Oh, that was that was that, the was, place. that was there. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> and the funny thing with the church. Is uh, this past year, the first season when they were shooting, they were making all kinds of notice that they were there yeah. okay. to, to promote the show because mm-hmm. it hadn't gone right. to air yet. Yeah, nobody knew about it. Nobody <laughs> knew. So it says, you know, see, watch this in the fall on CBC. Yeah. <laughs> and this year, this past summer at the church more so than anywhere else they had just like a big day glow green sign that they had handwritten <laughs> and they didn't even write Kim they put KC
2: yeah.
1: oh. and you know background holding here or whatever there yeah. mm-hmm. and they wouldn't advertise mm-hmm. what they were doing. Because they didn't want fans crashing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah they didn't want a lot of people standing around okay. but mm-hmm. uh, yeah,
0: can you imagine if Mel posted that then it'd be like <laughs> a flash Well, I did. Actually, I did post it
1: on Instagram, I think, or Twitter. (laughs) I'm not sure which. Yeah,
0: yeah. so I follow Mel, of course, Mm -hmm. and usually... It'll pop up on my feed during the day, and I'm at work, which is uptown <laughs> in the middle of like you know suburbs. And I'll be like, "Oh no, they're filming oh. there." If I was downtown, I'd definitely pop over. Yeah, so, but
2: downtown's still big. Depends yeah, where you are. Yeah,
0: that's.
1: <laughs> well, they tend to be in the same area, like they yeah. uh, mm-hmm. unless they're actually shooting outside the store, which they did this past year, right? Mm-hmm. When uh, for a business award, when yes. Mr. Matt is standing outside yeah. with a cigar, right? Mm-hmm. And. Um, that was the first time they'd ever actually done anything, That's except for the well, the truck. They did the truck, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but most of the time, everything's protected in studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they were. I think Sojit told us the story yes. when we were mm-hmm. when we were with them that uh, he was standing outside having doing the the cigar scene and. People were walking past him and giving him trouble for, for <laughs> smoking that in public. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. You know, but they were. he's thinking, well, it's better than a lot of the stuff you guys are smoking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he mentioned to me, he says, I, I'm a professional pipe uh, cigar smoker. I only smoke when the cameras are rolling.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, that's cute.
0: So just going into some of your favorites, because I'm curious, too. Do you have favorite characters, favorite scenes?
2: Oh, it's hard to pick That's one. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: you can't really, it's, it's just, uh, I think this year, one of the best sort of, uh, Janet moments
2: mm-hmm.
1: was when the little girl comes in to buy oh. cigarettes oh, yeah. for her mommy. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, uh, Appa bought it yeah. completely, and Janet, just it as soon like as like Appa the other... always
2: bought it. It yeah, wasn't the
1: first I, time. <laughs> I thought he, would see through it a little <laughs> faster, and- but uh, the other the girl she's buying for comes in and Janet sees the, the eye contact yeah. between them and she picks up on right away and knowing it's not real yeah. and then she, uh, she they catch them out on it and the girl runs away and mm-hmm and then she takes the sucker yeah. uh, yes. and she writes the note and she spits it out <laughs> and I think how many takes did it get, did yes. you need to do to get that exactly the Spit. way you wanted it, just to fling it out of your mouth, that, it, that was hilarious it, yeah.
0: especially in a physics point of view like uh, like my engineering brain was like turning on like how, how, how did they get, get it to go so straight mm-hmm. right? Yeah. and it's like uh, I can't even imagine how many takes that took
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been one of those accident things
1: that happens it happens a lot yeah. of times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that happened too when uh, when Amma's going down the back after uh, she she and I have the discussion about her business award, and she mm. tosses the thing yes. up into the paper towels. <laughs> and uh, I can't recall if she said it took more or less than what you'd expect. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was funny that way. Yeah. Um, other favorites? No, I can't really pick a favorite. It, it's, it's too much. <laughs> it, there are so many good moments in so many episodes, and I wouldn't say one is better than the other. Of course. Mm. At all. I mean, they all have their own flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that when Ince and Kevin are writing these, that they balance the storylines out, Mm -hmm. that one isn't just focused, sometimes it's focused on On Janet and Mm -hmm. Gerald, and Amanapa and Jung are over here, Mm -hmm. and other times it's over here, and it's a nice balance all through the season. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. That's very true.
0: Now, jumping into Best Before, Mm -hmm. this is like a good episode, kind of dealing with the relationships within the family, because Mm -hmm. you kind of have your two parts, you have the um, the best before or the ravioli part where you have uh, <laughs> Appa and you have Janet yeah. and then you have the church part where you you have Jung and you have mm-hmm. Yeah. and it, it's a nice I guess a nice very family oriented episode where you kind of explore the relationships between I guess the people who are at least interacting with each other because of mm-hmm. course at this point Jung is not interacting with Appa but yeah. um, No, he's
2: interacting with Nina <laughs> <laughs> Everyone interacts with Pastor Nina.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the intro, it's... I find it funny that some of the intros, they, they tie in nicely to the story uh, going into the episode. Other ones are just kind of ones off. Completely that, detached. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you can... Those are usually from what I... I guess from off the top of my head are from the play, Yeah. if you remember. Like, the steal or no steal, mm-hmm. uh, the car that's out in the lot. Right, those yeah. are all, like... Uh, Little
1: bits and pieces from the play, Play, yeah. uh, Yeah.
0: Very effective, very funny, but uh, they don't usually tie into the story. But this particular one uh, deals with Enrique. He's trying to pull (laughs) the can from the middle of there. And uh, (laughs) Appa's saying, even baby look and say, you pick can from the top.
2: (laughs) I would think babies would pick the can from the bottom. (laughs) <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no.
0: I'm well, just trying to make a point that yeah. you know, yeah. why are you taking it from there? Not you even a like... spot
1: baby. Yeah. Not even genius baby. <laughs> I love the way Rodrigo plays him. He is uh <laughs> he's and that he came through the the first season with more than well it was three episodes. Yes. That mm-hmm. he yes, was yes. in. And he was in at least two or three in season two. Yeah. yeah. So it was uh yeah, he's a funny guy. He is. And then Again, when you see someone like that and then you're looking for him in other things, mm-hmm. he, he's in the CAA commercial where his oh. wife is pregnant and she thinks she's going into labor. Okay. So he goes outside, starts the car and drives forward instead of backwards and smashes through the garage wall. <laughs> oh, I think okay. I've seen that commercial. I didn't realize it was him. That's, yeah, but there's no accent. Right? Because he doesn't have right, an accent. Yeah. Oh. He puts the accent on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's him. And then yeah, I saw a video he did the other day about um, California sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Oh, which the, It was sort of a mock commercial. But <laughs> if you look it up, you'll find yeah. it. For sure. It's
0: right. funny that we're talking about accents. The one thing, when I'm meeting a lot of these, the cast in person, like when I met Paul, I'm like, Whoa, you do not have an accent. You are very <laughs> convincing. Same goes with Sugith when we met him. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm like, uh, I don't. Are you Mr. Meta? Mm. He's
1: like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I had met sojit years ago uh, just by chance. I wrote out this list just for fun of all the people um, I've met oh wow in Canadian television not just like some actors, some um, news people mm-hmm. uh, 30 what did I 34 Oh wow just by chance. Just just day-to-day living, just (laughs) going about my business as they are. They just, you know, getting coffee, walking on the Mm -hmm. street or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, how many people have I actually met? So I, I, um, getting into the episode though, uh, and in all episodes, but when I was saying earlier, uh, how I dig into things, um, that, uh, when I'm looking at a, a scene, in even in the whole show what i've noticed is that if a product is what they call a hero shot Mm -hmm. where the product can't be a name brand because it's got it's not in it's in perfect focus yes so everything else in the store when you look around you can see all the brands you know and you see peak Friends, you see dads you see all the gum (laughs) brands you see everything yeah it's only when you're actually, if Gavin Williams is in the episode and he's buying the cereal and he wants the, the yeah, little so, boxes, yeah. mm-hmm. that cereal box he's holding up isn't the real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from a cost point of view, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not allowed to do it unless they're going to pay yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Pepsi or whoever Cheerios is the, or the, yeah. the parent company, you know, right. a lot of money. Um, they can't do that in focus. Um, but I'm always looking at certain things and saying, oh, what's that? And what's this? <laughs> Look what get they that. To, yeah. and, um, watching Best Before again uh, in preparation for this, I noticed something I hadn't seen before in the window. Behind mm-hmm. the patty oven, uh-huh. behind the counter, yeah. as you come around to the front of the store and you got the window there, yep. there's one of those shopping carts.
0: Okay. That you see
1: a lot of people pushing yeah. around and you know, pulling mm-hmm. around. It's got like a tartan pattern on it or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So you've got the the statues of the really bad dogs, and then you've got the <laughs> the cart, and yeah. then it's just tucked behind that uh, the meat patties, mm-hmm. the Jamaican patties, and uh, so little things like that. And the TV behind in um, on the cover of the of the book of mm-hmm. the play. Mm. And so you've got Paul dead center. Yeah. yeah. And just behind him is the little TV, the little tiny TV that mm-hmm. a lot of excuse me, a lot of uh, Korean mothers mm-hmm. yeah. would have in the store <laughs> yeah. when they when there's when there're no customers yeah. around yeah. they're watching their their dramas and yeah. stuff like that. And the thing is only the screen's only about this big. Yeah, and I funny. hadn't noticed that for a long time until I looked at the cover again it's the television (laughs) and how they source these things from a props point of view um, when I there was one day I had to go and pick up a bunch of things and go to different uh, rental Mm -hmm. locations and pick up some stuff and there are places out there that have all these things, Yeah. Okay, and, and it's amazing. The CBC uh, especially. I mean, they have a large props, and they have a small props warehouse within that broadcasting oh. center, oh, and good. the ceilings are huge because they have to accommodate <laughs> all kinds of different things. Yeah. But you go to these places, and you say, I need a TV of... Uh, 1970s era and it looks like this and they have it. Wow.
0: Or like that little water castle that they had in uh, oh. it, it's the episode I believe that's before the service where remember Subizu? And yeah. then Pastor Nina comes in and then he takes out this is also for it's you. it's so beautiful. It's like, so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and it <laughs> doesn't a seem year.
2: like an antique or anything. Like no, no, but it, it, I've it, seen it. It's in just one of those stores, things
0: that yeah, you would yeah. see in the store. It's and kinda... no one would
1: ever buy it. Exactly. And it's got sixteen years of dust on it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was sixty dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know how they got the price on that. But, anyway.
0: <laughs> but yeah, you gotta give credit to the people doing the props. It, it's sure. funny that you mentioned the brands because I picked up on that especially in the last episode of the season he's talking to the little girl and the mother and they wanted to get chickpeas or something and he's well, like oh micro-only... i got some spam and yeah. i read it says shazam ham shazam. What the <laughs>
2: <that?">
1: <laughs> which they ended up using in the promo with the 22 minutes
0: <laughs> oh did they yeah <laughs>
1: uh, the um, kathy mark and susan come to the counter and they want it was the promo for the whole season oh. so they had rick mercer and you, you saw that You must have.
0: No, I don't think I caught that, no. Oh,
1: you got to see. There's different versions. Um, Jerry D.
0: For season two, yes. Yeah, Jerry D.,
1: Rick Mercer, Mark Critch, Susan Kent, and Kathy Jones. So they come up to the counter, and they want to buy a gift, Mm. and it's the can of Shazam ham. (laughs)
2: Right. And they
1: say, oh, yeah, well, and we need a card, and... and, uh, Oh, and, it's, and he says, uh, oh, yeah, I know you. You're fake news. 22 minutes. And, <laughs> and then Rick Mercer's in the background with yeah. the toilet paper. Yeah. And, yeah. There's a couple different versions of it, plus the, a blooper.
0: Yeah. So jumping back to the episode. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we're at the church. So let's oh, just yeah. talk about the church part. And the first part is... Mrs. Park, who's yeah. everybody's favorite person to hate. <laughs> she pops up and Emma's there and they sort of greet each other. And at first I thought, okay, they're, they're being kind of cordial. They're kind of being nice to each other. Mm-hmm. And then I started to wonder who kind of took the first shot there because it, they're being very nice to each other. Everything seems to be going good. And then, you know, Jeannie, who's played by uh, Tina Jung, who's mm-hmm. also Simu's real-life mm-hmm. girlfriend, Uh, she's there texting, and then Amma says, you know, she have a hearing problem? (laughs) It's like, oh, she's just texting. Yeah, same Same thing. thing. And it's like, (laughs) wait, wait, was that kind of a passive aggressive thing?
1: (laughs) Genie, 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 genie. And it
0: goes like so like downhill from there, because if Mrs. Park had not been there that episode, I think Amma's arc would have been like that one scene, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. It's like she goes to help out a church, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. Because from there, She's been, like, defensive the whole time. Kind of like, you know, oh, Jung yeah. is a very good boy. Mm. He He's really busy. He can't make it. Oh, Jung's here.
1: It's like, what? <laughs> and yeah, then, Mrs. Park is definitely Yama's nemesis. Yeah. Um, I mean, they go, and this is, the history is explained a little bit more when, when Jung comes in, and yeah. and they're talking, and after she locks him in the chair room, the chair when, room. when they find them with, with Jeannie's rum flask. Um so he says, well, Mrs. Park has had it in for me since I was seven years old. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, you know, the, the church they're has been, been yeah, yeah it, it's been, the church is a staple of their lives, yeah. but and at one point, you know, the, the kids, and this isn't uh, unusual, that mm-hmm. once the kids get to a certain age and they realize this is or isn't for them, yeah. or they're busy with school or whatever, but they separate so themselves yeah. and it's just even Papa doesn't go in under the guise of well i'm too busy because i have to run the store so ama yeah. can go i'm here and until pastor nina shows up <laughs> yeah. he hadn't set foot in this in the church probably in many many years <laughs> yeah. that's right uh but it's interesting with with mrs park in what she says in private mm-hmm. between the two of them Mm-hmm. Versus what she says in public in front of Pastor Nina, yeah. yeah. Because outside, when she's saying, "You know, happy to help you out," she's yeah. sort of mocking <laughs> yeah, her, and exactly. yeah. And then they go in, and and uh, she had made a comment about Jung before asking if Janet was going to be there. Yeah. And she said, "Oh no, she's too busy," and, mm-hmm. well, and Jung wouldn't be there because yeah. he's 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 working. He's been in. You no, know, he's he's important now. Yeah. And but inside, <laughs> Alma says when. Uh, um. Nina says, you know, where have you been hiding him? Mm-hmm. And uh Uma's trying to cover yeah. a little bit. Yes. And Mrs. Park comes uh, in and she says, yeah. Oh, I was going to say car rental agency and it's like, Really? <laughs> I was
0: like, yeah. That's not what you, what you really said outside. Say,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's not what you really would have said. You're you know, and there's this uh pretense that she has in front of in front of Amma that she doesn't have when they're by themselves.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then, I mean, Mrs. Park uses other lines and they're like, does Jung need permission from his parole officer? And (laughs) if my son were a criminal, I'd be embarrassed too. (laughs)
2: Like, oh, man, Hmm. those stabs. (laughs) The claws are out at the
0: church. But it's it's an important part. I mean, like Amma being defensive, trying to say, you know, Janet's busy, Jung is busy. It's kind of a point, and I'm going back to episode three. I had to actually jot down my notes because I would have forgot this. It's a point that Eugene, one of our guests, brought up mm-hmm. that Koreans are very, in Korean culture, titles and labels are very important, mm-hmm. especially the fact that Jung had been to Jubi, regardless for whatever it is he would be labeled as. You know, the kid that went to juvie, yeah. he would not be the good son, which is why Amma's always quick to defend and quick to, you know, cut mm-hmm, off anybody right. saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you see that play out throughout this whole episode. Every time Mrs. Park is there, every time Pastor Nina's there, she's like, John is very good boy, <laughs> you know? he. You shouldn't look up at him, but not down at mm-hmm. him, but maybe just straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but it, it it's a great episode to explore the relationship between uh, between Amma and Jung because mm-hmm. you know how. Umma feels in public about Jung, but obviously she cares enough about him too. Yeah. And then when they come to understand each other, when Jung, you know, escape, well, gets out of that room, thanks <laughs> to Eddie Chan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Chan needs his own episode. I know. He really does. He does everything. He's, he's gonna gonna be... like
2: Pokeroo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. You see him, but you don't hear him, and yeah. sort of slunk. Well.
0: So when they come to understand each other, then that's, then you see Umma. She starts to outward defend Jung, Mm -hmm. when dealing with uh, Mrs. Park at the end. And, of course, her feelings about, you know, you should care more about what's happening in the church. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to calm down. I'm not going to flip out on this lady. Mm -hmm. Which is, well, it's nice to explore, at least, this relationship. Because other than that, like, the scenes between Amma and Jung at this point had been at their place right. when she's dropping off the in food secret. for him yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly but she's out here in public now hey this is my son
1: mm. now the food uh situation in this episode is <laughs> kind of fun too <laughs> on both sides yes. um with the the cold can of ravioli yeah. and
2: uh i didn't know you can eat those right out of a can okay. if you're desperate yeah, I mean I you could. I it had to be heated because of like because of the meat food temperature. Yeah, for yeah, meat, right? It goes know. bad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just thought it was strange. I think it would be fine. It's like any it's it's processed in such a way that
2: uh, it stays in a can for
1: it. A year. T- yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. The best before date is marketing conspiracy, <laughs> um, and to a point, he's right. That's uh, true. It's just it's the. F- The Comedy aspect of it in in this particular one, and and, uh, and Janet, you know, the I talk about Alma and Mrs. Park being a nemesis there, and Janet and and Appa as Mm -hmm. as you know their stubborn behavior battles all throughout the first season, and uh, the one where she gets a job, which is the next episode, you know, pouring the milk (laughs) all over (laughs) the cereal and drinking his hot cup of tea, and that (laughs) was great. (laughs) Um, burning her throat um you know that whole thing of them butting
2: heads yes. all the time yes. and she's attention of it
1: and the the punchline, of course is it had nothing to do with the ravioli and it yeah. was the kalbi gem that that made them sick yep. and uh yeah. i don't know if i'd want to order that again i was interested to find out and this is yesterday i did a little fact-finding mission i went up to koreatown and, <laughs> oh, okay. um, I wanted to try those almond cakes. Oh, yes. So I got a bunch of those and um, went to Pat Central. And the reason I went there was I had tweeted to Jean and asked her, where did they get the food? Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're doing presentation like that on screen and things have to be accurate Oh, yeah. and like the kimbap on the, on, yep. the, on, the on Mrs. Kim's platter right. uh, that they break. And um, <laughs> I said, where did, because it, it falls under the props department. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in, uh, on set, you can maybe get the craft service people who are the ones that look after the, the cast and crew mm-hmm. with the, the table laid out with goodies and yeah. chocolates and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they might be asked to do certain things, Uh-oh. but in this case, it's all in props and they have to source the items from local, make them, oh. okay. and it doesn't have to be edible. Okay. Right. Unless
2: it's unless they
1: actually unless it's something a uh, uh, so-called hero shot yeah. um to actually eat it. And so I asked her, you know, where do they get the stuff and, mm-hmm. and what do they do? And she said, you know, Pat Central's real they'll 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 shop for stuff. Oh. Um or a Korean village restaurant. If they do have oh. to eat something,
0: oh. they'll get it from
1: there prepared. It'll come to right. set and they'll keep it hot and it'll go on camera and they'll be able to eat it oh cool oh. Um, so that was interesting and i saw that restaurant up there yesterday too mm. um but it was interesting to walk through Pat Central because I've been in TNT a long time ago when it <laughs> first opened. Right. And it's basically the same kind of yeah. thing, yeah. You know, just yeah. on a much smaller, more community scale. Yes. But it was interesting to be in that neighborhood and look through those things. And, mm-hmm. and I wasn't the only white person in there, no, <laughs> which wow, is which is nice. There, yeah, yeah it, it, this is, and this goes back to being Toronto, that um, we are experimental in all kinds of things yes. and we have that at our at our fingertips yes.
2: one's very accepting
1: oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. and you know to, to make it is one thing and <laughs> you know it's uh, and you know, Jean Paul. Challenge? Jean and Paul were on the goods earlier this year, and and mm-hmm. she made it.
0: Yes, the cow beans.
1: on yes. on camera, yes. and, yeah. and I saw the short ribs in the butcher's uh, yes. yep. display. I'm yep. Like, yep. Oh, that looks really good. I want to take <laughs> that home be, yeah. and make it. And it's not that hard. Yeah. It's the name, I think, that a lot of people think mm-hmm. that you know ethnic foods. Are more complicated mm. than they really are, and it's no. No, it's, it's just the
2: same, like marinating. You have to do it certain ways. You handle the meat the same. It's mm-hmm. just it's just different types of spices, different types of in like ingredients going in, and that's it, right? Yeah. Or the presentation. Yes, that's um, a, yeah. yeah sure.
0: Especially kalbi. Like yeah, nine out of ten ribs. times, and I introduce it to somebody who's never had Korean food, and they, they just fall it. in love with it, and they're yeah. like, "How do you make this?" It's like <laughs> it's just beef ribs, dude.
1: Like just cook it. It's food,
0: but. Tip for Kelby, though, if you're going to buy it and you want, like, better cuts, generally, I find that Korean supermarkets, they generally don't... they have nice marbling for mm-hmm. like... The, yes, for the I noticed fat. that. Um, the higher quality of the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like where we live, we live near a million TNTs. Yes. And <laughs> not, not to shoot down TNT, but most of the time that I've had cuts from there, they're not, not as nice. nice. Yeah. And it's
2: chewy.
1: It's owned not by small. Loblaws. Yes. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> it, <laughs> lost, it lost its independency a long time
0: ago.
1: <laughs> it's probably what happened. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. It, but I did notice the marbling and yeah, yes. the, the meats did look... More appealing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to, and I've never seen so many bags of ramen noodles in my yeah. life. <laughs> no, the whole and there were so aisle. many flavors.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Some funny thing that I was, when I was watching this show, uh, this particular episode, that I realized that every episode, and you can find this out on uh, the Wikipedia, like they list every episode, who wrote it, who mm-hmm. directed it, and everything. Mm-hmm. That every episode that Inz Choi was involved in the writing that there's some sort of church, something Christian or something church related with mm. it. For example, gay discounts one and there's a big emphasis on cool Christian Korean boy. Right. Uh, best before with the whole church bazaar mm-hmm. and dealing with the church family singing contest, of course. <laughs> Doing it for the contest. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Do it for the Jesus. That's exactly what I have written here.
1: <laughs> Always the sound of the music.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean at this point we've we've met the cast a number of times so i mean you've had so much experience meeting all these different people on the street (laughs) uh, purely
1: by accident (laughs) (laughs) would you have any tips for
0: any people who've been eager to meet any of these people um
1: it brought to mind uh, i was listening to your podcast with lizette your friend in calgary yes Mm. when she met andrew and wondering why he wasn't surrounded by security and (laughs)
0: like
1: (laughs) That's not how it works, especially in this country. Yeah. Um, and this sort of goes back, the way my approach goes back to when I was working in the business and how you behave on set. Mm-hmm. Yes. And as crew, and let me just also interject that this business isn't glamorous. No. Mm-hmm. At all. At all. And, mm-hmm. I mean, what the actors do, it's a fun job. It's mm-hmm. a great job. Um, a lot of them would say, you know, they probably couldn't think of it doing anything else in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um. And if they could, they probably would, because they know they'd make more money. <laughs> um, That's true. They wouldn't have to audition every every couple of years. Yes. Um, but as crew, you are there before the actors get there. You're mm-hmm. there after they leave. Yep. And it's a lot of slogging. Um, so, it anybody who wants to get into it, mm-hmm. just talk to someone who's been there. Yeah. <laughs> um it, get the real picture of things. Yeah, yeah, and it it is fun. And if you're on a good set, which this is. I mean, I, I haven't seen uh, too many shows where I've heard that it's such a family atmosphere by mm-hmm. with everyone. You know, when when the group of them went down to New York last mm-hmm, year right. yeah. to see the play. Yes. Um <laughs> and they were all having lunch together before yeah, before, before the show. show. Right. And they did that again. The night before the meet and greet, Uh, there's a video that Andrew posted on Instagram on his story. So it's long gone now, but uh, it was Michael, uh, Nicole, Andrea, Jean, Paul, and Mm -hmm. Simu. And they were all out to dinner together. Like it was, you know. Because I guess also
2: they come from different areas. So it's nice to be together and just. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing Mm -hmm. other things
1: in between. Mm But um, in in this country anyway i mean people it's a it's a job they're not we don't have a star system here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they go about their daily lives and sometimes you can be yeah. you can recognize them sometimes you can't yeah. but um when you're on set you don't talk to them mm-hmm. you know unless they talk to you first yeah. you're there okay. yeah. you know you and if you're, you're on set them. during a camera roll mm-hmm. the one thing that i was told you don't make eye contact Oh. Stay out of their eye line because you're a distraction. Oh. So if you have to, if you're, uh, I was the onset dresser for a couple of different things. So mm-hmm. you're part of the crowd. You're out of focus. You're mm-hmm. you want to look anywhere but at the action, oh. because then you, know, if you catch their eye, then yeah. you distract them and you blow the take. <laughs> and they can get really mad and you could be thrown off the set.
2: So,
1: yeah, it's it's some directors and first ADs can, you know, you can lose your job over little things like that. Mm. Um, so the main thing is when I see people, you address them by Mr. or Ms. Mm. Uh, and their last name. Mm-hmm. Um, if they say, call me by my name, okay. fine, great. Yeah. Depends on how. Cozy, you think you want to be with this person because yeah. right. you don't know them; they don't know you. Yeah. You course. know them from what you see on camera, and, mm-hmm. and Which it's not real. real. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the main things: compliment them if you've seen their work mm-hmm. and what it was. Mm-hmm. If they do, you know, some of them do stage work as well, like Sojit yeah. does. Right. Um, you know, say you went to see them in this. Uh, ask them what they're doing next. Mm-hmm. What are they working on? Because mm-hmm. they always want to talk about their projects, <laughs> you never know you know you might know someone that they don't that you could network with them and mm-hmm. you know take a chance biggest thing ever, <laughs> especially now, no selfies, no autographs,
2: mm-hmm.
1: unless they offer, yeah, fine, mm-hmm. but you know, can I take a selfie? It's like no, yeah. it's, it's just it that's my thing, that's yeah. my personal yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not. The one to be on camera, I'm, I'm the artist. I'm behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's my biggest thing when I meet people is uh, I want to know, you know, just say I like you in this. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're overly friendly and they're really accommodating mm-hmm. and you could end up having a great chat with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, example, Dan Levy. I met him on okay. the street on Queen West the day <laughs> of, a year ago, March, the day after he had won for writing season one, one of the particular episodes of season one of *Shit's Creek. Okay. Um, wow. So he was at the, the industry gala the night before, mm-hmm. and another actor that I really like had won for best supporting mm-hmm. role on, on X Company, Torben Liebrecht. Okay. So I was talking to him about that. Yeah. And uh, so you, if you have some common ground... Mm-hmm. then bring it in. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like I said, the main thing is don't call them by the first name because you don't know them. Yeah. You're not friends. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I met Simo <laughs> in um, about three weeks into the show, first season oh, wow. at uh, Queen Margarita Pizza on, on <laughs> Queen Street. <laughs> okay. And my daughter and my husband and I were there for dinner and uh, he comes in with a buddy and they sat down on the same... Bench oh. in the oh, wow. same banquet as, as us. And wow! I didn't even see him come in. I just saw him, I saw people come in. We were busy yakking amongst okay. ourselves, and he comes in, sits down, and I hear the voice. I, was like, I know that voice. I look, I look over, trying not to look obvious, and I was like, yeah, "Let's see, my video. And <laughs> um, and so later on, as we were leaving, and I looked over and introduced myself and yeah. Mr. Oh. Liu, and yeah. um, love the show. It's great. Yeah. You know, great <laughs> job. Love it. Mm-hmm. And you know, thank you very much. And it hadn't really hit them yet. Yeah, it was still. Point, yeah. It was it's really like I said, three or f- not even a month in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he was really happy to hear the feedback. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just you yeah, know, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was that. That's my thing. It's just it. You gain more points with these people. Yeah. Oh, these people, artists, <laughs> actors. Yeah. Um, they are not on another level. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really aren't. I mean, they have families, they have bills mm-hmm. to pay sure. and it's they're a, a person.
2: Yeah, exactly. They're a real person. It's a job. Yeah.
1: It's a great job. The parties, yeah, that's what you see, the red carpet stuff, yeah. but uh, behind yeah, all the that, hard
2: work, yeah. the late nights, mm-hmm. the overnights. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's a great gig, but mm-hmm. it's a job. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm really glad that you brought up all those points, like these etiquette points, because I feel, especially for me, like I've never been a super fan of anything. Hmm. And then when the Except show comments. came around, okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so if you went and met Stan Lee,
2: what would you say?
0: Oh, well, uh, yes, I'd he would love definitely to do that. address him as Mr. Lee. I missed my chance, like was well, at last year, but yeah, you can but, still
2: go elsewhere to meet him. <laughs> yeah. But it, it,
0: it's true because when you come across these people, you you don't know how to act. You're you. You, you, because you feel that you know them because you watch them mm-hmm. on TV mm-hmm.
1: and they but, know that yeah, yeah. They, you know, they, they're fine with that and if, even if you address them by their character sometimes that's a bit of a sore point for yeah. me but uh, just because I've seen soap opera fans react mm-hmm. that way but
2: yeah Mm-hmm. but
0: I mean it's that urge that when you see them especially in our culture now with everybody with their cell phones they mm. feel they feel like oh I, I can take a selfie of em- anything yeah um, but it is good to to you know treat come them like a person exactly. Mm-hmm. They're, exactly they're
2: not just some poster board that you can walk up to and take a picture with right yeah, yeah. it's as simple as that mm-hmm. yeah. especially if they're with their kids yeah <laughs> like with their family or yes. people yeah. that Absolutely. aren't part of the industry especially yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Actually, uh, a friend of ours, so she, I think she must have some mutual friends with Paul because she actually ran into him at a funeral. Hmm. And oh, she right. just absolutely did not approach him because, of course, they're at a funeral. Yeah, yeah. So it was one of those things I'm like, yeah, yeah don't, because she, she knew I was a big fan of the show. She was like, oh, I would have asked for something for you. I'm like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no it's okay. I'm so glad you did not <laughs> yeah. because... I think I already harassed the poor guy enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's, yeah, it's a fine line to walk. And especially in a situation like that, I mean, you could, if you happen to be at the coffee table together, getting, getting something it's mm-hmm. like, you Small know, mis- yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Lee, nice to see you. Mm-hmm. What, you know, how, what is your connection mm-hmm. to the deceased or the family or something mm-hmm. like that? Yes. I mean, if that's a really unusual si- yeah. situation, mm-hmm. yeah. um, yeah, and it, it, it can happen. But, you know, you <laughs> Anything can, can you, happen. Yeah. You say, <laughs> you know, just be respectful of the whole environment. And, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Er. So, yeah, just some final thoughts on this episode. I was thinking about Thessafor as an overall theme. Uppah uh, says at one point that you know, it, it's not best, but still pretty good, which yep. <laughs> I think it sort of applies to the relationships that they explore in this episode, right? Mm. I mean, they're a family, they're, they're sorted together, and all the relationships between, you know, and you brought this up, Mel. That Janet and Papa, you know, they've been having these stubborn battles against each other, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but they're still really close. Oh yeah. And then you have Jung and you have Emma, and you know, even though publicly she feels uncomfortable about a few things, they still really deeply love each other to defend each other Mm -hmm. and get in front of everything. Mm -hmm. So they're not the Crosby family. They're not (laughs) the best, but you know, they're still Still pretty good. good. Exactly. (laughs) So I want to thank Mel so much for coming on the show.
1: No, yeah, oh, thank you so for coming
2: here. I mean, it's great. We, we're always learning it's stuff
0: whenever we come to see Mel or
2: yeah, <laughs> seriously. Whenever there's a chat, there's there's new knowledge to be learned. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> So, uh, Mel, where can people find you online?
2: Uh,
1: my Twitter feed is Color Sixty mm-hmm. Six. Uh, sort of denotes my year of birth, so you can, <laughs> you can get an idea and, as an artist and just, I don't know, I came up with that idea a long time ago uh, yeah, Twitter's Color 66 mm-hmm. and I'm on there more than I'm, I do have a Facebook page, uh, mm-hmm. but Twitter's easier, I like it, better, yeah. I'm also on Instagram, mm-hmm. same, Color 1966 Yes, <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you want to, ho- I've been having more people following me, I'm almost up to 200 yeah. <laughs> which is nothing compared to Lisa she's over 800 It's like, how, oh, wow. how do you get 800 followers like, yeah, you'll have to Twitter ask her later yeah. you'll <laughs> have to ask her
0: so if you have any other comments questions or stories to share email them to what you're talking podcast at gmail.com or tweet me at mikeun82 and a special message from our sponsors do your kids seem like they have a hearing problem are they just texting It's good to exercise Korean style with confidence. Confidence builds strength. Strength builds confidence. Have to keep going. This message was brought to you by Miss Secretary General North Korean Dictator. Until the next time.
2: Okay, see you.